I want you to turn with me in your Bible, if you would. Could you turn with me to Matthew chapter 26? Matthew chapter 26 will be reading um, from verses 1. We would love to read all all the way through to verse 16. But I want to ask you to to spend some time in your Bible just studying uh, the the entire chapter of uh, of Matthew chapter 26 today. And here is what it says. Now, when it came to pass, it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these sayings that he said to his disciples, you know that after two days in is the Passover and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders of the people assembled at the palace of the high priest, who was called Cephas, and plotted to take Jesus by trickery and to kill him. But they said, not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people. Verse 14. Then one of the twelve disciples, called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. So from that time, he sought opportunity to betray Jesus. In this chapter of Matthew, chapter 26, we look at the situation that Jesus faced. There he was, blameless, without sin, And yet, there was a plot to kill him. There was a plot to take his life. He looked towards the Passover and his death. And during that process, he knew that he was going to die. And yet, what did he do? Yesterday we saw that he prayed for his disciples. He prepared his disciples by teaching them and spending time alone in prayer. You see, even through that process, even though Jesus knew that they were plotting to kill him, he willingly obeyed God. He obeyed his heavenly Father, even during the events leading to his death. And so through his obedience, salvation became possible for the human race. Salvation became possible for you and for me this morning through the obedience that Jesus displayed right before his death. On the night before the death of Jesus, can you imagine all of the woes, all of the sorrows, all of the pain that fell upon him Hallelujah. That during that course of time, as he was preparing for that which laid ahead, he had to take on all of our sin. He had to carry it. He had to take on Judas's betrayal and carry it. He had to take on the anger of the crowd and carry it. He had to take on every form of disappointment that the human race had showed over the course of time. He had to take it all on onto himself. And he had to carry it on that cross today. 
somewhere between the prayer that he offered at Gethsemane and the mock trial in what had to be perhaps the most darkest scene in the history of mankind. Jesus had to carry all of our shame, all of our sickness, all of our sorrow, all of our suffering. He had to carry it all for us. He obeyed the will of his Father. Can you imagine? He knew that he was innocent. He knew that he had done absolutely nothing wrong. He knew that he could escape. The songwriter says he could have called a thousand angels to destroy the world and to set him free. He knew that he had that power. Yet he, he was willing to obey the will of his father to make salvation available for you and for me. When Jesus arrived, we see in the story that Judas was also right there with him, one of his 12 disciples. One would say, it's his flesh and blood, decided that he was going to take the little bit of silver that was being offered to him and that he was going to betray Jesus. In the midst of that, Jesus knew. He knew that there was someone who was right there with him to betray him. He knew that this is somebody that he trusted to be one of his disciples. He knew. You think he couldn't have struck Judas? He could have. But he also knew that his purpose was to obey the will of his father. And so therefore, he endured. When Jesus arrived, there was an angry crowd. The chapter tells us the crowd was so very angry. So very roiled, not by anything that Jesus had done, because if you recall last week as we looked at the miracles of Jesus, we saw that these very crowds, they had seen him perform miracles, signs, and wonders. You would have thought that somebody would have stood up for him. You would have thought that somebody would have said, no, not this man, he has done Nothing wrong. You would have thought that somebody would have said, no, this man is innocent. But no one did. The people that he, the very people that Christ Jesus came to save had turned against him. The very people that Jesus had risen from the dead and had healed and had delivered the very same people who he had taught, they all turned against him. But yet he continued. He knew that there was a certain purpose that he had to fulfill. Here, yeah, he had to save us. And so in the midst of it all, he remained faithful. Even when his own disciples denied him. 
His disciples knew better. One could have said, well, maybe the crowd okay, so they were far away. They didn't know Jesus as well as the disciples did. The disciples knew. They knew better. They knew him better than anybody else. But did they defend Jesus? No. The most bitter pill that Jesus had to swallow was the betrayal of his disciples. Every one of them betraying him. Judas, the greatest one. And yet he could have said, you know what? I am just going to get up and leave. I I, I can't take this anymore. Everyone has turned against me. I have done absolutely nothing wrong. Yet they are plotting to they are plotting to kill me. And so he could have gotten up, he could have left, and the entire human race would have been eradicated, would have been destined for hell. But you see, Jesus knew his purpose in spite of everything that he faced. He was willing to endure it so that he could obey the will of his Father. There is no greater example that we have seen in the Bible than that example that Jesus said. He knew that he had this task to accomplish that could not be compared with anything else in the history of humankind. So in spite of the adversity that he faced, in spite of the trial that he faced, in spite of the great scorn and accusations, false accusations that he faced, he was willing to endure it. He was willing to obey the will of his Father so that we could have life and we could have eternal life. I want to ask us this morning, are we willing to follow in the footsteps of Jesus today? What are the situations that you face in your life this morning? Are they too great? Are they too strong? There is nothing that is too great that you cannot face today. Christ Jesus showed that example himself when he persevered when he endured the greatest of all betrayals, his own disciples giving him up for death, the crowds jeering at him and and crucifying him for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And although he could have escaped, he obeyed the will of his father. He persevered because he knew that there was such a great, great, great reward in persevering, in obeying his father's will, that he was not willing to give it up. The reward that he was about to achieve in the midst of all the adversity that he faced was so far greater than the obstacles that were in his way, that he was willing to persevere it. 
so that we could be saved, so that we could have eternal life, so that we could have that redemption through his blood. What are the areas in your life that are challenging to you this morning? Are you willing to persevere? Jesus persevered the cross for us today. He persevered sin and death for us this morning. Are we willing to persevere? Are we willing to hold on, to hold strong? When it seems like the situation in our lives are hard, they're dire, when it looks like there is no hope. I want to let you know that Christ Jesus died so that we could have an eternal hope, a living hope this morning. There is no such thing as no hope in his vocabulary because he already did the ultimate sacrifice for us. So that we could obtain that living hope this morning. I want to ask you today to stand strong. Put your hope in Jesus Christ. The songwriter says, my hope is built on nothing less less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. And so today we can have hope. We can have no new hope today in spite of the situations in our lives this morning. We can persevere. We can walk in God's plan and His purpose. We can obey the will of our Father. We can stand strong. Because we have this hope this morning. This living hope today. No matter what the situation, no matter what may come our way. We know that we can stand today. Hallelujah. And so today, I want to ask you. One more time, all week we've been doing self-inflection to take that situation that you face. Just as Jesus, when he faced the jeering crowds, when he faced disciples giving up on him, scorning him, denying him, he remained focused on the price ahead. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take those situations in our lives. Jesus already accomplished everything. He became victorious for us. There is no need to allow situations to weigh you down this morning. We're going to make that decision this morning. That like Jesus, that we will persevere. We will persevere and that we will obey the will of our Father. No matter what. Knowing that there is great reward that is in store for us when we obey our Father's will. If you're saying to me, Pastor Avanel, I want to obey the will of my Father. I, Jesus set the ultimate example for me, and I don't want to pass. I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to pass it by today. I want to obey the will of my Father. I want to pray for you in the midst of the situation that you face today, I want to let you know that there is so much reward in obeying the will of your Father. That it's a no-brainer. All you have to do this morning is to just submit yourself before Him today. Submit yourself. I don't want to grumble. I don't want to complain anymore. God, I, I just want to obey your will. I want to obey the will of my Father. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you this morning. Dial star five. 
to raise your hand. Just as Jesus, in spite of the adversities that he faced, he obeyed the will of his Father, and he conquered sin and death through his obedience. God wants you to obey his will this morning. So much that he has in store for you today. Hallelujah. As we reflect on the example that Christ Jesus set for us this morning, we can be assured that we have a living hope today. And so therefore, we can obey the will of our Father. Go ahead, dial star five to raise your hand. I want to pray for you that God will give you a strength, that he will give you endurance. So many hands that are raised this morning all over the nation. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just want to obey the will of my Father today. Lord, for the times, Lord, that we have grumbled, that we have complained, we ask, oh God, that you would forgive us. Lord, we want to obey your will. We want to obey the will of our Father. For the times of God, when we have felt like giving up, we have forgotten the example that you set for us, Lord Jesus. The perseverance that you put on display for us through the sacrifice of your death. Lord, I pray that you would forgive us for the times that we have felt like giving up. Forgive us, Lord. We want to obey the will of our Father. Lord, for the times when we have felt that others have betrayed us, and so therefore we ought to, in turn, give them back some of their own medicine. Lord, we pray that you would forgive us. Lord, we look at the example that you set for your life, where you took on all the blame, you took on all the sorrow and the shame just for us today. So, Father, we pray even right now for every hand that is lifted up. I pray, God, for a spirit of perseverance, a spirit of endurance, a spirit of durability. I pray, God, even right now, Lord Jesus, that, Lord, that you would cause your children to be strengthened, O Lord, with your power and with your might today. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the resurrection power of the blood. I thank you today, Lord, for the living hope that you have given us this morning. And so, Lord, we pray, O God, that even as we contemplate through this Passion Week, that, Lord God, your power will fall upon your children this morning. Let your power flow all over the airwaves, even at this time, at this very moment. In the name of Jesus. Because, oh God, you are our living hope. We thank you for the example that you set for us. So that we can have hope and new hope. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. We give God praise and thanks. We magnify his name today. We we want to go back and do some self-infection this morning one more time as we have been all throughout the course of the week. This week, praise God, we are looking at ourselves. We are looking eternally at ourselves and we are saying to ourselves, are we following the example that Jesus Christ 
said. We we no longer we don't want to put blame on anybody. This week we're gonna we're gonna look at ourselves. Hallelujah. We're not also going to blame ourselves. The scripture tells us there is no no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Hallelujah. And so therefore, here's what we're going to do this morning. Through the situations that you face in your life today, I want you to do some self-inflection and and to stand on 1 Peter 1 and 3 with me this morning. Here is what 1 Peter 1 and 3 says. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And so this morning, we can declare and decree today, First Peter 1 and 3, that we have gotten a living hope, hallelujah, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We have a living hope. Through the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. We're going to erase all every perception that we have had before where we thought that there was no hope. We have now gotten a living hope this morning through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And so we're going to declare and we decree that according to God's abundant mercy, We have received a living hope. Hallelujah. There's a living hope, new hope this morning for our children, new hope for our spouses, new hope for our loved ones. Hallelujah. Yes. Now we live, we have received a living hope this morning. If you believe that, you can declare it. Pastor Avenel, I declare and I decree. This morning, hallelujah, by the power of the blood of Jesus, that I have received a living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. I have received a living hope. You're going to renew your hope in Christ this morning. Dial star five to raise your hand. Star five. A living hope. Yes, you have received a living hope this morning. We're standing on First Peter 1 and 3 today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, and you're going to apply that to your life all throughout the course of the week. This morning, in the name of Jesus, I have received a living hope today through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. I have received a living hope. Go ahead, my sister Althea. Go ahead. Declare it. Good, good, good morning. I, Althea, declare and decree that according to First Peter 1 and 3, that I have a living hope. Through the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. I declare this over my daughter, Casey, and I declare this over my grandson, Caleb, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And so you're going to stand firm in that word today. You're going to hold on to that word today. You have received a living hope through the resurrection power of Jesus Christ since he was raised from the dead. You have received a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, from the dead. Amen. You can have new hope this morning. Amen. Everlasting hope today. Hallelujah. I speak that over your life. I speak that 
over your daughter Casey, over Caleb. Living hope today. Dial star five to raise your hand, star five, to raise your hand to claim your living hope this morning. Go ahead, Mother Edith. Go ahead. Good morning, Pastor Abinal, and all my sisters and brothers in Jesus. I thank God for um for today, and I thank God that I declare and decree for my family's friends and everyone I come in contact for First Peter one and three that we have received um a living hope, Hallelujah, a living hope of of Jesus Christ today. Um, the resurrection of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we thank Hallelujah. God for it. Thank for the sacrifice. Thank you, Pastor Avenel. Being patient with me. I love I'm going to agree with you, yeah. Mama D. You have received a living hope. I speak that over your life, yeah. over your children, over your grandchildren. In the mighty name of Jesus, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, you have received a living hope. We are starting on First Peter. One and three this morning in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. We are speaking a living hope into our lives, a living hope for ourselves, for our children, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. In the mighty name of Jesus. We are standing on First Peter 1 and 3. Go ahead, Mother Lula. Good morning, Pastor Abenel and everyone else. I declare and decree, I stand on First Peter 1 and 3, that I have received a living hope. The resurrection of power of Jesus' blood, of Jesus' blood. And I declare it over myself, my children, and my grandchildren, and my sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews and grandnieces and grandnieces, and everyone else in Jesus' name. Love you. Amen. Amen. We start in agreement Amen. with you, Mother Lula, that you are filled with resilience, with power, and with grace today. You have received a living hope. Through the resurrection of Christ Jesus uh, from the dead this morning. I claim it for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for the great-grands. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Go ahead, my sister Mary. Good morning. I, I'm Mary Stan today on First Peter 3, that I, that I have a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I pray upon that, upon my family upon Fulfill Life Ministry, upon my daughter, my husband, my sisters, and my brothers in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. I stand in agreement with you, my sister Mary, as we stand together on First Peter 1 and 3, that you have received a living hope this morning. Hallelujah. There is new life sprouting forth from within you through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Yes, you have received a living hope. Lawson, Nicole, they have received a living hope this morning through the resurrection of Christ Jesus. We stand, touch, and agree with you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead, my sister Dolores. Good morning, Pastor Greetings in Jesus' name. Um, I declare and decree First Peter 1 and 3 this morning. By the power of the blood of Jesus, I have a new living hope through the restoration of Jesus Christ. Now, I declare this over Natasha Jane McCarty, and especially for my brother Robert this morning. He really needs prayer. So I declare this over Robert Stokes. In Jesus' name, I pray. God bless. Amen. Father, Lord, we thank you for Robert. We thank you, Lord, for that living hope that you provided for Robert through the resurrection power 
of the blood of Jesus. And so, Lord, I pray even right now that, Lord, you will restore him fully, Lord, that you grant unto him that living hope today, that he will receive it in his life. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, thank you. We call it done. In the name of Jesus, I speak over your life, Dolores, that you have received a living hope this morning to the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. Natasha, Jane Nankata, living hope, your siblings, living hope. Yes, you have received it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, my sister Alicia. Yes, good morning, everyone. I declare in the previous morning, and I'm standing on First Peter 1 and 3. This morning, I have received a living hope through the resurrection power of Christ Jesus. Jesus. I speak this over my daughters, especially Cassidy. I speak it over my son and his family, my son-in-law, Ray, my granddaughters, and for this ministry, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen, amen. I stand in agreement with you, my sister Alicia, that you have received that living hope this morning to the resurrection power of the blood of Jesus through his resurrection from the dead today that living hope belongs to you belongs to your children in the name of Jesus to your loved ones to the grandkids in the name of Jesus you have received that living hope today in Jesus mighty name amen go ahead my sister Christina oh good morning Pastor Abner good morning everyone on prayer line I stand on first Peter 3 and I declare and declare that I receive a living hope through the resurrection of Christ Jesus. And I speak over my children and my family in Jesus' name. Amen. That living hope is yours this morning in the name of Jesus. And so you can press forward. You can persevere. You can make it through knowing that there is great reward that awaits you this morning. And so that living hope has been bestowed upon you this morning. My sister Christina, I speak that over you, over your children, over your family, your extended family, in the mighty name of Jesus, that living hope belongs to you. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus. We stand, touch, and agree this morning for you as we stand on First Peter 1 and 3. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Go ahead. Receive your living hope this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, my brother Ola. Good morning, everyone. I'm standing on First Peter 1 and 3 and declare and decree that I have received the living hope through the resurrection in the blood of Jesus Christ. I speak this over my family, my household, and this ministry in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We stand, touch, and agree with you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, my brother Ola. That this living hope is yours. Hallelujah. You have received it in the name of Jesus. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, you have hope, a new hope this morning. In the name of Jesus, I stand in agreement with you for your sons, for your daughters, for your wife. In the name of Jesus, for the family, the extended family. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, that living hope belongs to you. You have received a living hope. This morning, hallelujah, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead today. And that living hope also comes with an inheritance. Hallelujah. Yes, it is an inheritance that does not fade away. 
this morning. I speak that over you. I speak that over your entire family. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. So we can, we can stand in confidence this morning that we have a living hope today. We can step into today and, and just claim it. Hallelujah. We can walk in that authority this morning. We can walk in that power today because we have received that living hope in the mighty name of Jesus. We give God thanks and praise. We magnify his holy name today. Wow, what a week, what a week, what a week as we continue this morning to uh, reflect on the life of Christ right before his uh, death and resurrection today. I want to ask you to allow this week to be a week of self-reflection. I call it self-inflection. When you're looking at yourself and you received all the word that is spoken concerning yourself and you actually walk in it. All week long, we want to walk in that confidence. We want to walk in that hope today. Knowing that the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made, he didn't make it in vain for us. And so therefore, more than any other week, we want to walk in that authority. Hallelujah. We want to uh, recognize his power and and the, the reason why he made such a tremendous sacrifice. It's so that we could walk in that living hope today. And so we're going to walk in that hope this week, all week long, leading up to uh, our Resurrection Sunday. Praise God. And so we have a few other sessions that are due, uh, coming up earlier, uh, later on today, I should say. We have the session at um, 8 a.m. that's coming up in uh, 45 minutes. Then we have the session at 12 noon. Then we have the uh, 9 p.m. session this evening. That's all Eastern time, of course. Uh, and so you can convert that to your time zone. Right now it's 7.15 here in Boston, so whatever that additional hour you need to add to that. When I say 8 a.m., if it's uh, uh, might be 7 a.m. Central Time, do that and mark your calendar and plan to join us back again. Praise God. I also want to thank God that during this week, praise God, that he is opening so many doors, so many doors, hallelujah, that he's making wide open available for you today. Hallelujah. And so we thank God that even in the prayers that we offer upon to him, that he's answering our prayers as well. In the praise that we offer to him, he's answering our prayers. Praise God. Also, make sure that you're telling somebody else about these sessions. Be a witness in somebody's life, you know. Remind somebody this is Passion Week. Some people know it as Holy Week. And uh, remind them you can join one of these sessions. And in so doing, you could just very well win a soul for Jesus Christ just by them uh, joining in and listening and giving their lives over to Christ. So make sure that you are a witness for Jesus Christ. We're not going to be like the crowds, amen? The crowds that jeered at him and, and, and neglected him. Rather, we're going to, we're going to honor him uh, by spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I also want to thank those of you who are faithfully uh, obeying the will of God and giving of your tithe and of 
your offering this morning of your seed. This is a very good week to plant seed as well. And so I thank God for you. I pray that God will continue to grant unto you tremendous increase in everything that you do. Increase, increase in your spiritual walk. Increase in your finances. Increase in wisdom and in knowledge. Increase. That God will pour out increase, tremendous increase upon you today in the mighty name of Jesus. And I should have done this sooner, but I also want to recognize um, all those who are new to the line. God bless you. It is truly uh, an honor to be able to share with you on a daily basis this morning. You can reach out, call or text us anytime for prayer, 857-342-3440, 857-342-3440. I am going to unmute the line right now to allow you to greet uh, as we leave uh, temporarily this session. We're going to be returning again in about 45 minutes. 